The following program is sponsored by Marty McClendon. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning all across the ACN network. We have today only to close out 2022. This is In My Opinion. I'm your host, Marty McClendon. It's been an honor to be able to come across the airwaves all year this year to bring you stories, um, political news, uh, maybe some preaching, some contact around real estate. Not as much this year around real estate, but it's a crazy market. Talk a little bit about that, but thank you for tuning in. If you tune in to the show on Saturday mornings all across the AC Network at 8.30, thank you. If you tune into the podcast, the shows that are posted online afterwards, thank you as well. Um, just uh, and if those that have sent feedback through email, which is at morningshowmarty at gmail.com, that is morningshowmarty at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And of course, you can find me on Facebook. But thank you. Just thank you. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for ACN. I'm grateful that I can come on here in, in sort of in addition to my other show with my co-host, Doug Bassler, called um, Doug and Marty versus the World, heard all across the same network at 10 a.m. It's, it's nice to be able to focus on a subject or different subject at a time and go deeper into it. But as I always have, and try to anyway, we want to honor God first, and it's appropriate for this show, the last show of 2022, as we celebrate the ringing in of the new year, 2023. And, and we know the beginning of the 2024 election cycle, but, we, but also the 2023 local elections, you know, city council, school boards, right now. But as we rest, as we enjoy our family, as we uh, give praise to God, we're thankful that we're all breathing and living and we've survived, if you will. As we look forward to 2023, there is reason for hope. There's opportunity. Uh, we can look back and reflect on the good things that happened in 2022. We can look back and look at the things that we survived that get stronger in 2022. And we can make plans for 2023 and 2024 as we look forward um, for our life, for our children, for our country, and so forth. But so on that note, the scripture verses for today I think are appropriate. The first one is Matthew 6, 33. I'm using the amplified version as I usually do, but not always. But Matthew 6, 33 says, But first, and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and then he goes on to say, and all these things will be given to you also. Why this is important is all these other things are the things we care about. What we wear, what we eat, uh, how much money we make, what job we have, all the other things that he says. But first, most importantly, seek God's kingdom and his righteousness and his way of doing things, putting on his attitude and his character. And then as we put First things first, God takes care of the rest. He said, don't worry about that. All the other things will be taken care of. Um, focus on me and my kingdom and my way of doing things. How powerful is that? 
as we're ending the year and starting a new year, what a great way to start off on the right foot by seeking his kingdom first, his will being done right, his righteousness, so that we get in alignment with what he wants. As he made a promise to us that if we do that, all, everything you can think of that you're asking for in your heart of hearts to God, he's taken care of. He's like, count on me. You know, he's got all, he owns it all anyway. Let's give him the glory for it. And the second scripture that goes along with this, which I've used before on this show, it's one of my favorite scriptures and beyond all of them. There's so many, of course, in the 66 books in the canon of the Bible. But Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. That's Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. It says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Wow, that's powerful. Hold on. And then number, verse 6 goes, In all your ways know and acknowledge and recognize him, and he, God, will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. So first of all, our first scripture, Matthew 6.33, says, Start off by seeking his kingdom and his way of doing things, right? Pulling out his attitude and his character. And then God's going to say he's promised to take care of all the other things that we're concerned about. Then Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 echoes that from the Old Testament where it says, trust in. There's three things here. Trust in. So we have to trust in the Lord. We got to rely confidently. That's having faith and believing God is going to do what God said he, they would do, he would do. And then it says, uh, um, confidently on the Lord with all your heart. Trust in. And rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. Remember the old verse, right? The greatest commandments is love your God your whole, with, um, with your whole heart, your whole soul, and your whole strength, right? And then the second commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. Well, first of all, it says right here, uh, uh, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. Not, not reserving anything back. Putting it all in this year for 2023. Put your trust and your faith and your reliance on the Lord, Okay. And then it goes on to remind us not to rely on our own insight or understanding. How prevalent is that? I mean, I'm telling you, uh, we, we live life through our experiences, through our eyes, through what we hear, through what we learn, and so forth. But yet, our still our experience or our, our, our perspective is limited based on what we've, how old we are, what we've experienced, where we've traveled, the things we've been exposed to the influence of friends and media and so forth. So it is limited, is what I'm trying to say. And all too often, we, we fall back on the idea that we're going to rely on my own. Nope, this is mine. Now, there are things that the Holy Spirit will guide us, will give us a um, prompting, a guidance according to the Word of God and so forth. Trust those things. When you get a bad feeling about a situation, trust those things. But when we start relying on our own sort of mindset, our own experience sometimes, and our own understanding of what's going on around us in the world, that's when we oftentimes get off. We need to always come back and say, Lord, what is your will? What is it? Give me eyes to see and ears to hear, as your word says, so I can know what you say about the situation. You know, what you say about me, what you say, not what the enemy says or what my flesh says or what the world says. It's very powerful. And then verse 6, it says, in all your ways, know, first of all, know, number one. 
So that means, once again, seeking God's kingdom, knowing God, having a relationship with Jesus, right, as Lord and Savior. And then it says, and acknowledge. So first of all, we have to acknowledge in all our ways, acknowledge God and his provision, his blessing, his, uh, his grace, his mercy, and so forth. And then it says the third thing. So in all your ways, know, number one. In all your ways, acknowledge, number two. In all your ways, recognize, number three. And so, Lord, you know, I acknowledge that I can't do this without you, but with you I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, speaking boldly and in faith for 2023, very powerfully. You know, I, I, even as a baby Christian 20-plus years ago, uh, I was taught very clearly on the power of your words. Because as God said, when he spoke, he created, and we know the creation of the earth and everything in it, uh, he sustains it. But he gives us the power of the tongue. He said the power of uh, blessings or cursings, life or death are in the tongue. And what we say about ourselves and about others uh, in agreement it either speaks life or speaks death. And so I, I would challenge all of us to continue to speak life into ourselves, into each other, and, and catch ourselves when we start saying things that are negative. Uh, like I'll never do this or I'll never lose weight or I'll never whatever. No, no. Break those right now. Just say, no, break those in Jesus' name. I repent from those. I cancel those. I am a child of God. I walk closely with the Lord. I am, am prosperous in the things of the Lord. I am, and, and so on and so on, whatever it may be. But speak as if it were the faith, right? Uh, and then lastly, when we, when we do these things, in all our ways we know him, in all our ways we acknowledge him, in all our ways we recognize him, and what's the promise there? The promise is he will make our paths straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block our way. So if we've had any obstacles or you've had any obstacles um, during 2022 where um, rocks got in the way, where you couldn't get around them, where it seemed impossible, there's a promise. There's two promises here. If we seek his kingdom first and his righteousness, bringing his attitude and character, God says he'll add all the things we're asking for, right? All these other things be given to us also. And then if we trust him and rely confidently on him in our process during Proverbs, and if we, in all our ways, and know him, acknowledge him, and recognize him, then he says he will make our path straight, our route, right, and smooth. That's easier to do so we don't stumble, right? When the path is smooth and straight, it's much better, easier to stay on the path. And then removing obstacles, meaning those obstacles that were there before will not be there in the future. So it's like, I love God's word where it doesn't return void, where if we believe and, oh, and are in obedience to it, to him, through his word, all right, uh, he, has, he is faithful to fulfill his promises. So I'm just, it's not about prosperity. It's about, okay, getting in alignment, starting off on the right foot, literally, literally for 2023. So what I'm encouraged to do, I know that I want to encourage all of you as well, that there is hope in that. When we've talked many times before in Scripture where there are 365 different references to fear not, uh, one for each day of the year, because fear robs your joy. Fear um, stifles your faith, if you will. Faith is literally over fear. Faith is stepping out and saying, Lord, I'm going to believe you. I'm going to believe what you say about me. I'm going to believe about your future and a hope that you said you have a plans for, to prosper and to bless me. And that you said that your goodness and mercy will chase me down. 
So I believe these things, and I'm going to walk out in faith. I'm going to walk in agreement with your will. I'm going to acknowledge you. I'm going to know you. I'm going to recognize you in all things. And then trust that you will fulfill your promise as well. So that my path will be smooth and straight and no obstacles in my way. So there are certain things that we deal with that as we trust in God, we overcome, which grows our faith, which grows our, our um, resilience, our um, prepares us for what God has for us in the future. So there are things in the way that where God allows it to happen. Um, and I don't understand everything about this, but I understand it's for our own good. He's, he promises in Romans 8.28 that he works all things for our good and his glory for those called according to his purpose and who love God. I've mixed that all up, but I've paraphrased this. Basically, if you love God and you're called according to his purpose, he promises to work all the things in our life, things that happen to us, around us, and what we do, good choices, bad choices, for our good and for his glory. So, once again, three big promises here. That, he, that all the things that we worry about, he'll take care of it. He'll remove obstacles from our path. And he'll work all things for our good and his glory. And those three different sort of scriptures I'm tied into Matthew 6.33, Proverbs 3. 5 through 6, and of course, Romans 8, 28. So as you're thinking about 2023, look those scriptures up, pray about them, uh, meditate on them, however you do it, journal on them. One of those things I want to, I've struggled with journaling and have for years. I have some really great friends. My wife is a tremendous journaler. And, and what it is is setting apart time in your prayer, to write down your prayer request, write down what you what the Lord speaks to through your heart and through the Word of God, write down questions, and then track that. And that is a wonderful way, so much way. So I'm going to encourage you all as I take this up again in 2023, the dedication of time to trust in and rely confidently on the Lord, to a document, if you will, my time with the Lord, my uh, conversation, my, what I hear, and to verify throughout the, the year as God fulfills his promises, as we are faithful in ours as well. So anyway, very, very cool stuff. Uh, I wanted to start off the show that way, kind of half the show. I want to wish you all a happy, happy new year. Um, I know that there is, I, God's preparing us. I believe this with all my heart, all my spirit that we're in this time where everything's being exposed. The, the wickedness is on display. Every TV show, every movie, every, every um, uh, newspaper article across the Internet, you can start to see things that are the cracks in the veneer are being exposed and how wicked uh, and how much of an agenda has been driven our way whether it be in the foods we eat, the government mandates when it comes to medicine, the, um, the lies uh, told on a routine basis, the, the uh, actual legislating of the destruction of marriage, meaning um, the, the Respect for Marriage Act, which is demonic in all cases. And I say this uh, not tongue-in-cheek because it, because it is. I've been um, preaching on this radio show, on the show with Doug, on Doug and Marty versus the World, and our previous show called eyes on Washington since 2014 as as my eyes started being open to the wickedness when I mean, we start thinking about human trafficking and sex trafficking and the porn industry and all this stuff it's it's not only big but it's it it is a stronghold 
Um, there's so much involved. And then you saw this big, you see random things where you have the Jeffrey Epstein um, story where, you know, he mysteriously got killed or he killed himself in the prison, which I still don't believe he's dead or he wasn't um, suicide, I should say. Anyway, long story short, there's whole thing about these rich and powerful uh, wrapped up in this pedophilia ring. We don't know how far and deep that goes because you have Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell, his right-hand woman, if you will, indicted on sex trafficking, indicted on human trafficking, indicted and convicted and going to prison for, and yet none of the people that the children were trafficked to are even mentioned. The list even isn't even exposed. And as Candace Owens says, and I agree with her, the only reason we don't know about who was on that and who it was trafficked to is because the people in power, the people with powerful um, tentacles into our politicians, if you will, were involved. They have to be. Otherwise, it would be open. So the this is a thing, but it's tied to a much deeper, wider spiritual war. I think in many cases, I've been encouraging Christians um, believers, conservatives, to get engaged politically, get engaged in, the, in and to at least register to vote and get engaged and um, fight these battles at the political level because we have to get involved in civil government. But we have to get engaged in every sphere, school, education, healthcare, business, and we can't be Sunday-only or Saturday-only Christians. we got to be seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness first. We start there in every avenue and we say, Lord, what is your will? What is your kingdom? What is your righteousness in this arena where you've called me and placed me in? How do I advance that? I want to rely on you, trust in you. I'm going to honor you in everything. This is where we start and we pray, obviously. We pray and get engaged. But if we do that, there is wickedness. Not to be shy away from, but we have to recognize that the enemy... The devil that, that goes to steal, kill, and devour is destroying our children. Is going after families. Has been for years. And, and as you look at history, this is not the first time this has happened. Things always come around. This wickedness, this pedophilia, this, this worship of, of demonic forces has been around since um, Old Testament times, New Testament times, Nazi Germany. Uh, much of this was going on where the world had gone, you know, it was transgenderism, it was LGBTQ, it was all this, you know, um, just demonic activity around children. The children are the target because if they take the children, they, they destroy the next generation. They control them, they enslave them, whether through sex or through power and money, through control. This is stuff that only God... And then we are the hands and feet of God as we, we recognize what it is, we pray against, and we know we have the power in the name of Jesus. And we walk in authority as his hands and feet. We have the power to tear down strongholds, the Bible says. Tear down these powers and principalities in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. So we, <coughs> excuse me, it really is about recognizing and understanding that we have been called, we've been born in a time such as this, like Esther in Esther, I think it's 4.13, if you look it up, where Mordecai says, hey, you know, these, the salvation for Israel may come from a different source if you don't do anything. But who's to say that you weren't in this position you were in as queen for such a time as this to save your people? 
And of course, she said fast about it. And then uh, I'll go in and if I die, I die. And of course, she saved the nation by intervening on behalf uh, of her people, of Mordecai. And so we know that God's placed us. We're in this time that's exciting of change, but it's also getting darker. Darker as we look around with our natural eyes. This is something I want to remind everybody as well. I'm not rambling here. I'm encouraging you as we go into this year, eyes wide open, um, but our eyes aren't focused on the problem. All right, we're recognizing that there's a problem. We bring it to the Lord. We ask the Lord to empower us and to guide us to make a difference, to take this on, to defeat this, to destroy this uh, in this nation, in this world, so that our kids have a brighter future for us. Uh, whether you have kids or you don't have kids, whether you be grandkids, whether you you are friends of people who have kids. The point is you should still care about the next generation. It is generationally, God blesses generationally. There are curses that go generationally as well. So encourage as you look into 2023 to not to be fearful, but to recognize that the battle is at our, fort, at our, at our doorstep, that it's time for us to step out in faith, putting first things first, but to take these things heads on, head on and realize that it's multi-tentacled and much connected. There's corruption, there's crime, there's there's um, this conspiracy, if you will. There's this demonic, but at the root of it, it's good versus evil. It's God versus the devil, and we know God always wins. And we're on the, sh- the right side of history when we choose to do what is right versus what is evil. Right now, much evil is being perpetrated. In many cases, unfortunately, in the name of Jesus, uh, and um, some of the churches are, are proclaiming the same-sex marriage, abortion is a right... No, that is pure doctrinal uh, evil, but it's evil in a sense. When we see, I and mean, I traced it before, the, the sort of the attack on the nuclear family, the destruction of the alpha male, if you will, the, the godly man. Um, so we have feminine men, we have women, um, basically turning the tables, if you will, same-sex couples, transgender, um, mutilating our children. I don't want to... This is not one of those shows. I just want to say that we understand the reality of what's going on. Where I was going with that was I heard this the other day. It was from a pastor out of California. It was talking about the word of God says, how will they hear if no one is sent, right? The preacher, right? If a send people out to preach. And how do they know unless they hear? And I realized that we learn what we, what we listen to is how we, it affects our soul, it affects everything. Uh, and we grow, we learn by what we in, listen to. So we have to tune our ears to listen to God and not TV and not the world. And, and the, the pastor was talking about what we see with our eyes brings doubt. And that's true when we rely on our owner's understanding, our own insight, our own sight. Remember Jesus said, yeah, blessed or uh, faith, truth, faith, right, is those that do not see and yet still believe. When he's talking to Thomas, how powerful is that? Think about this, though, but you're right. If we focus, as I was talking about, on all the things we see on the screens, all the wickedness being portrayed, all the imagery, it brings doubt. And it's intended to bring doubt. So we say, I reject. I reject that. I know what I hear, but I'm hearing the word of God. I'm exposing myself to things to my ears that bring life, that brings encouragement, that brings truth. That, that allows me to speak in authority. And I will trust what God says in his word 
over what I see with my eyes. So I'm not going to be discouraged because it says fear not 365 times. I'm going to be bold as in Joshua 1.9, another scripture verse favorite of mine. says, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage or courageous, not to be fearful or dismayed? And then he makes a promise to Joshua, which is a promise to us as well, that when we're strong and courageous or of courage and we're not fearful or dismayed, he said he will be with us wherever we go. So we know when we felt compelled, led to, confirmed, and we walk into a battle, we know he's with us. So, I mean, that's encouraging for me and encouraging for you, hopefully. And I want, it's just, I want to say there is, once again, at the start of the show, there are a lot of things coming to a head. We can be very easily distracted. What's happening with Elon Musk and Twitter, with exposing all the, the orchestration between big tech, government, you know, those elected officials uh, on the left mostly, censoring and quieting and deplatforming conservative thought, any rejection or any counterpoint to um, the, the lockdowns and COVID and um, talk back. This is tyranny. This is censor. This is stuff that happened in Nazi Germany. It's happened before throughout time. This is what the enemy uses. And I mean that in a strange way. We have to understand that we're only getting a tailored, select um, part of what people, the, the elites, if you will, want us to know. So we have to question. We have to do our own research. We have to dig deeper. We have to not rely on them. We have to rely on God. Remember, I started the show with that too. We have to put our trust in confidently and rely on the Lord completely because there are a lot of things moving parts have been around for a long time but being exposed who saw who would have predicted in 2021 that Elon Musk this guy that's not a conservative not a Republican he's an, he's a libertarian voted a Democrat almost all of his life billionaire richest man in the world would buy Twitter and bring free speech back and when in doing his free speech on one limited platform, he's exposing a lot of what's happened. The second thing is, is we've, we've, the many tens of thousands of documents from the uh, John F. Kennedy assassination have been released. And it appears, based on the review of many of these documents, by many of journalists as well, that the government, our government, our CIA, our FBI, our you know infrastructure, the deep state, if you will, um, and LBJ uh, had him assassinated. I mean, the, the, I, there there is a lot to this, and there's hardly even a mention on the news. This is this is shocking. It shouldn't be one that we look uh, overlook. The reason they seal the files is they don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want the public to know. It was sealed for what fifty years now. And they've still sealed some extra stuff that we haven't seen yet. We have the thing in Ukraine, we um, thing the war in Ukraine where we're given 120 billion dollars, um, which is absolutely insane. And we don't know, we can't track where the money is going. We're talking about giving that 55 billion dollars to Africa, all the stuff that isn't ours. We have to borrow the money. We get deeper in debt to China, our enemy, who continues to control us. We have open borders intentionally as well. All of these things are issues that we could all get really bent out of shape focusing on the hopelessness of these things. 
I do the show in many cases to bring attention to some of these things, to have a, an opinion about them. But it's more than that because they're all connected. I think that's the biggest thing for me is uh, always being able to see that there is a connection between these multiple different disparate things that are happening that have root causes or root uh, sources. And then we also that we know that biblically, this is a spiritual battle for the souls of a man. Um, and we know that God's plan works. When he talks about one man, one woman, when he talks about families and having kids, it says be fruitful and multiply, which is his plan is to be, have many kids to be fruitful and multiply, to uh, to um, manage, if you will, steward, if you will, everything he's given us. And the enemy's plan is just the opposite. So when we see everything, limited children, destruction of children, sacrifice of children, that is not God's plan. God is pro-life. I'll, I'll proclaim this right now on this show. <laughs> anyway, I want to get off on that real quick. Like I, Once again, I wish you all the very best. Happy New Year. Hope you're all spending time with family or friends. Um, But spend some time over the next couple days laying out your your plan for the year. Seek the Lord first. Don't rely on your own uh, understandings. Go, Lord, what do you want for me this year, this time? You know, not just goals, but what are the steps you want me to take this year to fulfill your call on my life, to seek your kingdom, your righteousness, Lord, I can't do it alone without you, but I need you. If you can help me, will you help me? And he will. And all these things that I'm worried about this year, Lord, I'm going to follow you and trust you in your word. That if I put you first, acknowledge you, rely on you, um, that all these things will be added unto me. Thank you, Lord. So that's it for today. I'll see you all or talk to you all next year, which is kind of a funny thing. It's only next week. But uh, take care. God bless. And... My God is so big and so strong and so mighty.